0: Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple NVCOG. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, and Anchor Podcasts. Thank you for listening to our Faith Temple NVCOG broadcast. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just type Faith Temple
1: in the search.
0: I truly thank God again for each and every one of you support and uh, prayers uh, for me and my wife and, and for the church by itself. Um, we want to ask uh, uh, Deacon McLean to lead us in prayer. And not only that, when you're praying, uh, we want to pray for the families down in uh, Texas that lost their loved ones today in the, in the shooting in elementary school. Uh, it's just, just the world that we're living in now, need plenty of prayer. Uh, we, we, I know everybody in the world is sitting comfortable. I can't imagine going with their parents, or those children so is this- are yeah. going through right now
1: uh-huh.
0: as their family is uh, experiencing a loss of their of loved ones and especially young kids. So thank you, you, thank you, uh, please uh, lead us in prayer, hallelujah.
1: Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you once again, oh God, we thank and we praise your name. Father, most of all, oh God, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, that you have allowed us another time to come together, Father, to learn, to read, to study your word. We ask, oh God, that you let our minds, Lord, be renewed, Lord, with the washing of your word. Father, we thank you, oh God, just for being God. And we thank you, Lord, for protecting our loved ones. We ask, oh God, that you bless those that are in Texas. Father, comfort, oh God, is only you can do. We ask, oh God, that, Lord, you just let your... Angels of mercy, oh God, and camp round about. Lord, and those that are hearts are troubled and those that are hurting, O oh God, we ask that you touch, Lord, you deliver. Oh God, and we ask that you comfort. We ask, oh God, that you continue to bless Pastor, Lord, as he teaches us the word on tonight. We ask, oh God, that you give us ears to hear what thus says the word of the Lord. And most of all, O oh God, give us hearts that respond with obedience. Father, that we may walk circumspectfully, O oh God, before you and before the world. Lord, as your chosen people, we ask, O oh God, that you continue. Continue, Lord, to heal. We ask, oh God, that you continue, God, to comfort. We ask, oh God, that you continue, oh God, to do, Lord, only what you can do. In all of our discouragement, and all of our not understanding, oh God, the world where it's hurting, oh God, we ask, oh God, that you touch our hearts and our minds so that we will always be prayerful and that we will always be grateful, oh God, for your mercy, your protection. Father, we thank you, oh God, because even when we can't see what's going on about us, oh God, Father, you know. And we ask, oh God, these things tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Elementary children uh, have to experience a gun uh, in their schools, so it's it's a sad time in our nation, amen, so all we can do is pray, amen, trust God for things, amen, we uh, are studying the progressive sanctification, we left off on C, rejoice in spite of. And when I look back to see the the book uh, that they used for that uh, uh, point of discuss, discussion discussion, uh, when I read Habakkuk, and it just opened, uh, just just touched my heart that we are in this state right today. So I felt to look at the book of Habakkuk tonight, and and let's look at what Habakkuk was going through and how he had to rejoice in spite of, in spite of. Uh, as we look at the book uh, i think the teacher mother, the teacher mother grant alluded to Rebecca one, Rebecca 1 1 through 4, one through four. And, I'm and i'm gonna read it the burden which Rebecca the, the, prophet, the prophet did see oh lord oh, how long shall I, cry shall I cry and thou would not hear even cry out unto thee of violence and thou will not say, why doest thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance for spoiling and violence are before me and there are that rise up strife and contention therefore the law is slacked and the judgment do never go forth for the wicked do compass about the righteous. Therefore, wrong judgment proceedeth. Behold, ye the heathen, and regard and wonder, modesty, for I will work a work in your days, which you will not believe, though it be told you. Amen. Hallelujah. But verses 1 through 4 Rebecca is complaining. Hallelujah, about the situation that their nation, Judah, is under the slavery or under the governance of Assyria, who are evil leaders, and they are being oppressed uh, in every manner. They see evil all around them. They see people, the evil look like they're gaining everything, Uh, and they're doing way better than... The righteous of God, and uh, backward asking God, how long uh, we're going to go through this? How long are they going to have look like they're getting blessed and we are being oppressed? And uh, and He's going through the same. We can relate to that in our world right now. That's why I said, touch me uh, when we said we hear the politicians come up all the time now since we got another. Uh, shooting uh, we gotta have gun laws we gotta have all this and all that but eventually it'll die down and nobody do anything so uh, just as Rebecca is is learning something from God we have to grow in our uh, sanctification to understand that we don't control everything around us Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: God does and when Mm -hmm. God is in control our trust and our faith has to be in God, not in this world, or not in the leaders of this nation, uh, but in God. God has a plan, and just as we read in the first uh, uh, verses or, or in the first pages of our lesson, we gotta be more. And I believe that as we grow in sanctification and God, and close in relationship with God, uh, we learn that. uh, We can rejoice in trials and tribulations. We can rejoice while evil is all around us. We can rejoice when iniquity looks like it's on the rise and righteousness is on the decline uh, because our trust is in God. I want to read a statement now about uh, the book of Rebecca Rebecca is wrestling with. Uh, He's wrestling with having faith in God and seeing all this around him. Maybe God ain't in control. Uh, maybe uh, I need to look at the world and 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 these are things that's going through His mind. Uh, how, why God is allowing this to happen? And when got, when when Rebecca got an answer from God, God told him He was going to raise up the Chaldeans to oppress the Assyrians. Now you're going to raise up a nation that's that's not even good. And we are, then the Judah is better than they are. They're gonna rise up them to deliver Israel, and then Israel is gonna continue in um, bondage. So it didn't make any sense to Rebekah Hallelujah! But as we read the story, we'll find out that he continued on, and he found God gave him his answer, and he said the famous state we just by the just judgment shall live by faith hallelujah and we'll read that over in uh, the second chapter but if uh we look at the uh, verse uh, first paragraph and see if someone want to read that first two paragraphs nobody
2: um, start with uh, the beginning bishop Yes, our joy. Okay, our joy and rejoicing should not be contingent on situations and circumstances of life. The prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk's dilemma is a powerful illustration of this point. Habakkuk is continually burdened um, by the state of God's people under the reign of King.
1: Well, what I'm doing is I'm saying
2: Judah was a re, Judah has regressed to violence strife. Injustice, and the wicked oppressing the righteous. Habakkuk prays, asking God why these evils are allowed to go unpunished. Habakkuk 1, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. In reply to Habakkuk, God says he will chasten his people with the Babylonians, creating, creating an evil, let me start over, creating an even greater dilemma for him. Why would he allow a wicked nation to destroy the more righteous nation of Judah? Habakkuk 1.13. God then tells Habakkuk, the just must live by faith, and the Babylonians would be destroyed after a period of time. Habakkuk prays a prayer of comfort and resigns himself to the righteousness, justice, and wisdom of God. Can you hold it right there, Mother? Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now, Mother has read a a lot of powerful stuff that we need to look at there. Uh, When God raised up there, how many times have we questioned why is God allowing this nation uh, to oppress the righteous, to oppress uh, uh, the, the people that want to do good, and then uses an evil people, To to do this, and and it sometimes will cause us to lose faith because we're looking around at the situations uh, in our lives or in our neighborhoods, in our own our workplace, and it can cause us to feel uh, um, like, what is the purpose of serving God? Now I'm being a devil's advocate here now, so so don't nobody get say that I'm I'm going away from God, but. Think about it how many times we've thought about the evil and how quick I can do something to to, to get by just like they're getting by. I can uh, think that we use this testimony: uh, um, $20 fell on the bridge, $100 fell on the floor, and nobody picked it up. I'm gonna pick it up. But the, 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 the godly in us will cause us to seek or turn it back in when the right the unrighteous would just walk away with a hundred dollars more in their pocket and I, I know i'm not speaking i know that uh, we have been challenged like that maybe not in that kind of instance but evilness around us seems like when it's prospering we want to prosper too uh, but it wears on your faith in god that maybe I, this ain't going to happen. Maybe I need to go out here and do something, pay the lottery. Maybe I need to have to get me some money. Uh, uh, maybe our uh, deacon always tells us that PCH is coming. Amen. <laughs> so we, we we look for, you see what I'm trying to say? We look for other things instead of trusting in God. And the Hobecca in the book of Hubeka, Hobekah was... Their whole nation was being oppressed, just like we are, and and they were saying it's evil all around us. They are prospering; we are not. What's what's how come? And he sought God. God gave him an answer, but it, that's, the answer seemed like it's why would you use a wicked nation to punish a just nation? That doesn't make sense to us humans. Hallelujah! But God gave him the answer. The just shall live by faith in him. And that's where we want to, today, we got to recognize that we got to live by faith in God. Not in the faith that we, all. I got to live, I'm I'm, I'm trusting, You got to have faith in God, amen, or you will never find a rejoice in spite of. When you trust God, according to his word, in Habakkuk, he said uh, the just shall live by faith. Let me turn to that real quick so you, you read it. Uh, it's over in the back of the second chapter, verse 4. It says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. We just don't say nothing about the first part of that verse behold his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him
3: <laughs>
0: so something was wrong <laughs> with his soul was not lifted up right it wasn't right sitting right we can put on a show that everything is all right but your soul is not satisfied with this and the only way you can be satisfied Rebecca, God told Rebecca, the just shall live by faith and we know the scripture tell us with our faith, we cannot please God. You know, you got to have trust in God. The faith is trusting in God. Faith is in God, not in what you can believe, but trusting that God is God and God is going to fix the situation.
2: Bishop, if, man, may I, man, I say something?
0: Want say, in that, uh, I
2: guess it's the third... Second sentence, it says, under the reign of King Jehoiakim, Judah has regressed to violence, strife, injustice, and the wicked oppressing the righteous. So when it speaks here of Judah, mm-hmm. who, is, who is that referring to? Is it, is it the people of God yes, ma'am. Who, are, who are functioning in these ways of violence and strife, or is it the people that are around them? You know what and,
0: I'm trying to know, ask? It's, the, it's, the, it's the, the, the Judah people of Judah. It says Judah had regressed. So when I was, they had leaned away from God, had drawn away mm-hmm. from God, and now was going along what the, the world was going along with. Christians mm-hmm. have gone and referring that we start looking at the right, the right, unrighteous prosper, so we want to be a part of it and let us prosper. So it said Judah has regressed. So now they mm-hmm. had pulled away from God, Mm-hmm. And they were doing
2: just as bad as the unrighteous nation. So so, so so, it's accurate to say that Judah was suffering the consequences of their behavior. Yes,
0: man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that's why they went in bondage, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Because they left God. They started worshiping okay. idols. They started doing everything the world was doing. So God put them in captivity of Syrians. Mm-hmm. And, and now to correct that, He's going to raise up the Babylonians and and cause that nation to and the uh, to Chaldeans to, to uh, bring them out of bondage uh, of the Assyrians. So that it just it seems like God is not in control when God is really in in control, and that's why we have to trust God, and not look around at the world. Uh, when mm-hmm. I read, when my mommy and my mom was sitting here listening to. This shooting, this down in Texas, you know, we asked the question, how long? How long is this going to continue where elementary children now is being affected? This ain't the first time, ain't the second, you know, ain't the third. Probably in the north, ain't going to be the last before we saying, well, a little bit, but we got to trust God, saints, that He's going to, He's in control and He's going to bring us through this. And as a sanctified believer, we got to rejoice in spite of. And that's what we're leading off with our lesson in, with this story of Rebecca It's horrific if we think about how much they were. My, take what, what, what the writer said here. The, the people, the nation of Judah, has started regression. Can we say the same thing about the nation of America has regressed? Have we, have we, have we regressed to balance, strife, injustice? and the wicked, oppressing the righteous nobody wants to <laughs> we can look at America and, and maybe see a, a possible mirror image of what Habakkuk is going through we can see that in our world today and what we have to do and as a sanctified believers we have to grow into the knowledge of God and have that relationship with God that hey I'm not looking at the world, I'm going to look at keep my eyes focused on God, because He's in control. He's the only one that can bring the the nation, uh the right the, the sanctified believers, and keep them encouraged, just as He did Habakkuk. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody else gonna make comments? We pick up where we left off. Okay, mother, you wanna go and finish?
2: Habakkuk prays a prayer of. I'm not sure if this is where I left off. Yes, ma'am. Habakkuk prays a prayer of comfort and resigns himself to the righteousness, justice, and wisdom of God. It is in the final declaration of the prophet that our lesson hinges. Habakkuk de- declares, even though he is experiencing trying and stressful times, and his familiar resources are non-existent. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I my I will joy in the God of my salvation. Habakkuk three
0: seventeen through eighteen. Okay, there, I want to read the whole the two verses of seventeen and eighteen, uh, and, and and then we're going to talk about it. Brecken said in verse seventeen, it says, "The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty." He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the, the solemn assembly, who are of thee, to whom the reproach of it was burdened. Hold on. No, I'm not reading the right thing. Excuse me, saints. Uh-huh. Lord Jesus. Excuse me, Amen. I turned the wrong page. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm back exactly. now. I'm, I'm back with you now. <laughs> all right, all right. Although <laughs> verse uh, three and seventeen, it says, "Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail." and the field shall yield no meat the flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls in other words Rebecca, Rebecca is saying everything i don't have i don't have my my, my food supply is gone the, the the fig tree is not even producing the fruit uh the 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 that, all, all the vines are not even uh, producing the grapes. The, all of this is, uh, is not producing. Everything is that they, they depend on for provisions has been taken away. The sheep have been uh, cut off from the fold. So everything that we had has been taken away from us. So it's a, a state of destitution. Shopecha uh, find himself in. And, and as we are in the Christian, uh, in the sanctified believer, we can find ourselves isolated from everything. Uh, nothing seems right, this going wrong, that going wrong. But Becca in the 18th verse says what? He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. With a song and Pastor Paul saying, "I don't know, you but, I, but I, he's the God of my salvation." You know, when you sing it, you might not really know what it's that. But when you listen and read what the Becker is saying here, he's the God of my salvation. I'm going to joy in the God of my salvation. That's what I'm going. That's why I can rejoice in spite of. Uh, I don't have the money to pay the bills. I don't have food as much food as I want to have. I don't have the gas because gas prices are going. Can't go here. Can't go there. Everything seems like it's to the benefit of the unrighteous. But here, Rebecca says a profound statement that the just shall live by faith. Remember that now. But here he says, what? I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. That's what something, the foundation that we have to get in our hearts, in our mind. Not when it looked like it's a blessed day. You know, we can either say, oh, I'm blessed. Oh, it's a blessed day today. Oh, everything went good. I had a blessed time. No, it's when the raining outside, when the thundering outside, when the electric, the, the lightning uh, hit the pole and you don't have no lights on and everything froze in the refrigerator is. Is, is defrosted and spoiled and it's going on two days three days and still no power and and you don't have no comfort the car was broke down and everything that seemed that you should normally have is gone bad that's when you got to say yet all of this is happening around me yet yet will i rejoice in the lord i yet see all this happening but now is the time am going to praise him. Because Why? Because just as he told Habakkuk, everything's going to be all right. He's telling me, I know the word of God. I know the Holy Spirit that's in me. And then each one of you should stay up. Hey, praise God. Yet I'm going to rejoice. Yet I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. Because why? Because I'm rejoicing in the God of my salvation. Because I can look what was the part, part of uh, B of the uh, the lesson that, that we read? And B, remember y'all remember that last week? Rejoice because your name is written in the book. Is it written in heaven? So I, yet I can rejoice in the God of my salvation because my name, he has written my name in heaven. I'm going to rejoice. All of this is going to come to pass well, sooner or later. One day I'm going to pass off the scene. My hope is in heaven. My hope is in the God of my salvation. Your hope got to be in the God of your salvation. We, none of us know what tomorrow is going to bring. But we can trust God that he knows and he got good thoughts concerning us, not evil thoughts. To bring us to an what? An expected end. And that end has got to be good because he gave us what? A more abundant life. He, he, he promised that to us. And as, as, as a sanctified believer, when things go down, we got to look up and say, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm rejoicing. Uh, you might, you say, you might not understand what I'm saying. But because I'm sanctified and I know who God, I have been set apart for God's use. And, and, and I've been cleansed to the point where God can use me. I'm going to trust him. Because remember, sanctification is being set, cleansed up, and being set apart to be used by God. And that's why God makes a statement I'm holy, so you got to be holy. And that's why He puts you to the side or sets you aside as a sanctified believer so that He can use you, that you can rejoice in spite of. That's why everybody else is going that. Uh, Rebecca said in it, thing that all oh, Judah had turned away, had regressed. But I'm God, because he had a prophet that he could talk to, because he had a man of God that he could tell them and encourage them, and some to listen and, and yielded to it with Hebekah. But most just continued on. That's why they stayed in bondage so long. Why did he Egypt, why did, why were the children of Israel in bondage to Egypt so long? Four hundred years. Can you believe it? Four hundred years they were in bondage. Because of what? Disobedience. That's the main thing we can hop on, disobedience. But they knew, they didn't want the to serve the hate idols. They were doing what they wanted to do, what the world were doing. They started living among them, marrying among them, doing the th- things in it, worshiping the other gods. So God put them in bond. After I have delivered you, after I have brought you all the things from uh, and established you as a nation of Israel, you're going to turn to me and go to and be an Egyptian and want to be a and, and live that kind of way. Even we can read in the even as they came out of Egypt, after they crossed the Red Sea, they still yearned to go back to bondage or the, they wanted the things of the world. This is why God said, We got to come out from among them. We got to we, set our affections on high. We got to start looking to God for answers. We'll never try to understand this world. It's evil all around us. Our God is that we don't get caught up in the world and start acting like the world. Praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, I, I truly hope I'm not going too fast, but I, I want y'all to grasp. We, when we finish this study tonight, go back and read Habakkuk and, and listen to her, all the things that always going on and how Habakkuk had to hold on to God. All the things going on in this world today, we as sanctified believers, talking about being progressive sanctified, sanctification, it's going to be a process we go through to draw us and make us hold on to God. It's a trying of our faith. <laughs> it's a trying of our faith in this world. Um, the uh, Let's read the last paragraph. You might want to give Mother Smith a break or if nobody has a book.
2: If we are to advance in untapped areas of the spirit, we too must look past whatever our present or prevailing circumstances are, and like the prophet, rejoice in the God of our salvation. The importance and priority of of our salvation surpasses and supersedes any obstacle we may face. Which evidences that God is first and foremost in our lives. Consequent, consequently, when we rejoice in spite of what we're going through, the enemy is defeated. The strength of God is always at our disposal, and we have the victory.
0: Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's that's a that 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 is the the nut and boats of our faith. We have yeah. to look to God. When we can rejoice in spite of mm-hmm. what we're going through,
2: yeah.
0: When we can rejoice yeah. in spite of what we're going through, because with child faith is in God. Didn't mm-hmm. we, we? We read about David. This is this is one of the good ones. I know uh, some of y'all that, that that's got families and, and you hold on to this. And this is one of the things I need a good thing. When David said, "I was once old." And that, I mean, I was young and now I'm old, but I never seen what, the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now, no matter what you're going through, if David said that he was young and he's old, but he never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread, as a parent, I look at that verse, and I know the circumstances are going. I'm gonna rejoice knowing that God, in spite of whatever the, I'm going through or the family's going through, I'm gonna rejoice because my God has seen the righteousness is never gonna be forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. That's something that I, I can bank, Or as uh, what does you say when we are young, part than it? When you hear Putin speak, everybody quiet you want to hear. Remember uh we, we talked about this in Nehemiah. Uh when they when they opened the book up, everybody listened and they, they said the word of God was true and they believed the word of God and they said they want to do the word of God. That's in the, the basis of our study. Nehemiah and the people got excited about that. This is how we should be getting excited about what God is saying to us now. Even though the world is gone messed up trust me and i'll take care of you rejoice in the god of your salvation and he's going to take care of you no matter what is going on look back over your lives i i i i one a thought just came to my mind and I, when i said that and i was thinking about uh i'm gonna use deacon mcclain because that it, that's the thought that came to mind where she prayed for a job and the job went down the street and she gave specification where she wanted boom 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 and, she, and the special occasion gun went to God when she got the job it met all those specifications. We rejoiced in the little church that we was in. We rejoiced because God had answered the prayer. We rejoice knowing that God is going to answer our prayer. We can look back over our lives and see that God has done, never has failed us, brought through us every situation we're going through and we asked God for. God did it. That's why we gotta look back at those things, bring it forward, and look to the future, knowing that He never fails. And I'm gonna trust it. I'm gonna rejoice in spite of the situation I'm in, in spite of whatever I'm going through. He hears my prayer. I can pray to Him. I'm going. I can go to Him for anything, and He answers my prayers. I'm gonna rejoice in spite of. If we could ever get this down. If we could ever get a revelation of this in our spirits, we would we would be able to go a whole lot further in our walk with God. Because when you can rejoice in spite of, you're telling God, "I'm trusting you." It 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 is raining doom right now, God, but I'm rejoicing. I'm gonna sing a song. I'm gonna sing, go over the Bible. I'm gonna read a song. I'm, I'm gonna read Psalm 150, and, and it said, "Let everything that have breath praise the Lord." I'm gonna praise the Lord. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just rejoice, God, because I know that you are gonna bring me through. And Saint, that's what we have to do in every situation we're going through: rejoice in spite of. Anybody want me comments right now?
2: Yes, Bishop, I was just, this morning when I was, I guess it was early afternoon, I was reading in uh, Psalms 37, where it says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be the envious of the workers of iniquity, for they'll soon be cut down, and tells us to trust in the Lord. It comes back to trusting in the Lord, that as you said, regardless of what is going on, and I was reading somewhere that faith has expectancy. We are believing God's word. So whatever goes on around, we expect what God said will come to pass. So that's why you, you get your eyes, when we get our eyes off of the circumstances and on the Lord, that's where the joy comes. Because we know, God, you've got this, regardless of what I see, what's happening around me. But I do think as the people of God, we have a responsibility to be praying, to be innocent. Interceding, I think about Abraham who prayed and the Lord said if you could find 10 righteous men, what he would withhold. I, I do feel a burden to pray more and more fervently to hold back some of these things. These things are the enemy as the righteousness, of, as the righteous people in God, you know, because he reigns on the just and unjust. So when the stuff happens and we are in the same environment then we also experience some things, but yet we also know in whom we have believed. So I hope I'm making sense, but I know what's in my heart that I believe God. Yes. You know, in spite of circumstances, and he's never failed and never will. You know, that's why I said, don't say it. I'm about, he had not failed me yet. There's no yet in it. <laughs> he never will. <laughs> I'm going <start, laughs> to stop talking.
0: <laughs> no, it's all right, mother. It's good. good. Uh, that, that, brings us into our next lesson. We're not going to go in it today. Uh, but the next lesson, I want y'all to look over, pray without ceasing. And Mother was talking about, and I know, it, 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 but pray without ceasing. Paul wrote to the church that's on, pray without ceasing. It's hard to pray when you're facing some things for somebody else. It's hard to pray when it seems like doom and gloom is all around you and it's down in you. You kind of give up, but when you trust God and uh, like I said uh, earlier in, in the song, right, uh, come on in the room, uh, Jesus is my doctor, he writes me all my prescriptions and give me all my medicine in the room, uh, go to the room uh, and, and that's where you're praying without ceasing, where you can close off everything that's going on around you. And, and talk to God, and just as Habakkuk did, he talked to God, and and, and, and God gave him the answers that he needed, that we the people have to trust me. And that's what we have to do, praying for others and praying for ourselves. We we have to see, but I'm not gonna go in that lesson, but it turns you to prayer, it's mother's game. All that's going on, we gotta have a need for prayer. And in a session prayer, uh, where, you, you you pray, and when you don't want to pray, they roll you out of the bed early in the morning, and you got to pray for people that you don't even know who you're praying for. But God got you to you as a vessel, a sanctified believer, to to intercede for them. Amen. So uh, I just want to. Anybody else have any more comments about rejoice in spite of? I I did want
3: to say, um, well, probably two things. The first part is we as believers, we don't like looking in the mirror sometimes Mm. when we are doing stuff and we want to blame the the people around us for what we are going through. But you realize that they was in bondage because of their behavior. All right. Elder. God always warned them. If you are with me, I will be with you. Mm. But if you separate yourself from me, then I will separate myself from you and you will be put in bondage. This is much as the first time they was in this predicament. This had happened to them over and over again. This wasn't the first time, but because they was in that now, they want to know, God, why is this enemy doing this? Why do the people around me are being blessed? But they didn't realize that they was being they had to pay for what they was doing, and God had to do that. So you have to one realize where you are in God. And if this is something because of you're not where you're supposed to be in God. Now the rejoice evermore thing, too. If you know you are where you're supposed to be in God and things are happening, then you could be you just like, okay, God, this is going. Excuse me. This is going down. But God, I trust you because you're going to bring me out. This is happening for a reason. I'm just going to rely on you. No matter what the world seems, don't matter what I see, God, you still got me. No matter what they have or feel like they have everything. God, you still got me. And so I have to have that. We have to have that mindset. God, am I where I supposed to be in you? Is this a consequence of my actions because I'm separated from you or am I going through something, God, so you can show me what to do and I'm going to stay there and trust you and believe in you because I'm going through this, God, is for a reason. God, but I'm going to trust you in spite of, yes, the, yes, my family or the people around me seem like they are being blessed, but because I am a believer in you, God, I know that you're keeping me. I know you are with me, Father. So I just got to trust in you. And I, I think of that because when I was on my process of moving up here, all I had was to trust God. Because I told Him, God, it feels like I'm moving blindly. My eyes, it feel like my eyes were closed. I wasn't sure what I was doing. All of you told me, God, what you have for me was in Warsaw. So I had to uproot myself, leave a position, had people over uh, under me. I could tell people what to do. I had to do all of that, leave a, a job that was there for 12 years, uproot myself, and now come here. And it feel like I was in a a, a, a dry land Won't really want nothing there and stuff, but I had to trust God. God, this is what you promised me. Now here I am trying to feel like I got the script to try to find somewhere to work at and all of this stuff, but God, this is what you told me. So I, in spite of, I had to trust you and I had to believe you. And even in my whining and complaining, God had to stop me and say, if you just do what I told you to do, I will take care of the rest. See, my whole mindset was I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that. And God said, This is not why I called you up here for. <laughs> so I had to trust in spite of it, I had to trust God. He said, do what I called you to do. And I'm going to take care of the rest. If we if we just trust in God and do what He has called us to do, then light bills and gas bills that we always talking about and that song, Jesus can work it out, light bill, do it gas bill, do baby did the parachutes, shoes, all of that stuff that we worry about. God is going to keep us. God's going to have us in spite of everything that the world may say that we might don't see. We're going to have because God's going to take care of us. He's going to place it in us when it is time, long as we trust in Him. If He can tell somebody to go and get a to a fish and get some taxes out of the fish's mouth, if He said don't, uh, He said if the birds and stuff don't worry about where their food is coming from and all of that and we are much more greater than all of that, we don't have a place to worry if we are in God's will. If we are doing what he got to called us to do, he got us. We we, 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 want, we got the enemy, want us to worry and don't trust God. And I'm trying to calm down. I'm this out of my ear. He <laughs> wants us to um, distrust God and, and worry about things that's going on in our lives. But if God has us in spite of what we see, in spite of what we hear, in spite of what people are talking about, God, I believe you. As long as you are with me, as long as I am with you, I don't have to worry about anything else. Now live alone and get back to you. <laughs> Amen.
0: Amen. And and what the Elder writer said is, is so true. Uh we hardly ever want to look at the mirror and see ourselves. Yeah. But uh, if you ever I don't know we uh you ever look at and read Psalm fifty one where David declares unto God that I'm a sinner. And again, says, you have our only sin. And uh, you need to wash me, Lord. And he goes through wash me with hyssop, up uh, Blot out my transgressions. Uh, uh, don't ever take your spirit away from me. He just goes through the whole Psalm 51 about how he was born in iniquity. And he was shaping in iniquity. Uh, uh, all these things with David. David was addressing himself. Sometimes we need to do the same thing, even though we might have been saved all our lives. We need to have mercy, God. Have mercy on me, Amen. Because we can find errors in our lives, and, and it's not saying that you that you're the God of mercy won't have mercy on you, and He can blot out your transgressions, and he can cause you to walk and creating you a clean home. And cause you to walk the right walk to God won't have you do it. And David said, and then David said, I'm read that kinda turned over to it whenever the right was uh, talking, and he said, uh, uh he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Now David had got to the point where he had lost the joy of his salvation. He said, Restore back to me, the joy of my salvation. So Sometimes we we have to, we've been tried and we're going through this process. We know this world is beating on us every day. And we have to repent and see Psalm 51, read it. And David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. There's nothing wrong with that. Knowing that he restored that. Get excited that you got a God that is merciful enough that he will do that for you and that you can rejoice in your salvation the god of your salvation again so i just thank god for Elder Wright bringing that up and the spirit touching me to go to that psalm 51 where david declares that he said and uphold me with thy free spirit Ah, my lord my god hallelujah we 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 serve a mighty god hallelujah behold what manner of love he has bestowed upon us saints (laughs) that we can be called his children Children of the living God. That's what we are. Hallelujah. That's why we get excited. That's why, mm, that's why we rejoice in the God of our salvation. Because we know who he is. And he know who we are. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank God again tonight. Amen. I'm, I'm happy. And I'm rejoicing. Uh, in the Lord the God of my salvation. Continue to pray for us. Uh, it's not easy, though. The right said it's not easy going through and being obedient to God and walking by faith. Uh, and in some of our testimonies, we can know that nobody but God did it for us. Nobody but God can bring us through these these life challenges of this world. And also, continue to pray for their families. Those families down in Texas, I, I can't even think about. Uh, a child in elementary school—you send them that morning, to go to school, and come home, and then get a phone call that somebody is shooting in the school and killed killed your son or daughter. I, and Ellie, we we talking about from K five to, to to the fifth grade. Uh, that's a devastating uh, loss, uh, and, it's, and it's it's we we have to pray, and that's what our lesson next week is going to be praying without ceasing uh i i I hope everybody got an understanding uh and uh uh, if they don't have an understanding please write them down if you don't have you don't want to voice them on here tonight write them down and some kind of way get it to me or get it to elder Wright or somebody well we we come in contact with that we can ask questions and remember our motto from god's Paul. No question is a dumb question. Amen. have question and it will show us what God wants and how God is able to do it. Amen. And ask our questions. Praise God. Amen. We are going to ask uh, Elder writer. you'll close us out in prayer.
3: father god in heaven we bless you we magnify you we thank you one more time god yes we thank Lord. you for your word father that we can rejoice evermore. father we ask yes. you right now to touch the families god mm-hmm. under the sound of my voice and touch the families oh god in texas and around this united states oh god we pray against that spirit right now yes. father yes. that is coming upon our uh the children of this nation oh god in the name of jesus god we pray that us as your people, O God, to withstand in the middle of it, O God, and intercede on um, god their behalf father in the name of jesus god we pray right now god that your will be done god in the name of jesus god touch everyone on the side Amen. of my voice touch their bodies touch their minds father touch their families father we thank you for salvation right now god we may not see it god but you already have a pre yes. oh god destined yes. for it god because yes, so. we are your people oh god we ask you right now god to move upon us right now as we go oh god in our life father let us meditate on this word father mm-hmm. day and night oh god that we have oh god your word in our hearts that we would not sin against you father in the name of jesus god if we go through the rest of our nights and our days, oh God, that your spirit be there, God, that we'll think about you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father, continue to prepare us, Father, oh God, that's to talk to people or even on our jobs or whatever, oh God, to minister unto them, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that our light will, God, through you will shine, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 I hope everybody's having. Uh, I know that everybody's
0: going to have a blessed week. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You hanging in that deep? Amen. Amen. Vicki? <laughs> Mother Smith? <laughs> i like
2: to shoot him a It is
0: well. <laughs> it is well. <laughs> All right. God bless everybody.
1: Amen. Good night, everybody.
0: Good night.